tonight we're just going to get right into the word, a, a word from the Lord for you, I feel like, will be an encouragement for your midweek service. And um, we had an exciting thing happen today. We we're on a call list, and those of you that are regular Grace Harvest uh, church members know this, that uh, last last year, last October, I, uh, or a year before that, actually, I've been on a, um, a group call list from the White House. Uh, it's, it's almost weekly. Uh, and, um, if you'll remember, I went to the White House to, uh, to uh, the original invitation to be a part of this group. And then we all were able to receive another invitation to sign up and to receive, um, these calls. Most of the time, uh, they are government officials that are in charge of different parts of the government, different parts of, uh, departments and things, you know, like it'll be the secretary of agriculture or, you know, uh, the, uh, finance director for this or that or the other thing. But, uh, today was really special because we had a call a conference call that uh, Pastor Scarlett and I were able to partake in of the President uh, Donald Trump himself and Vice President Mike Pence. And then we were led in prayer by Franklin Graham and then a uh, another, uh, I believe, Catholic priest prayed. And then we had um, a prayer from uh, a rabbi. But, uh, the, even the prayers were all just really strong and really, uh, wonderful and uplifting. We thank God, uh, for that. This is not a time to be divided and a time to pick, nitpick at doctrine, but to just call out to Almighty God and have faith and peace and trust. Amen. And, um, you know, if you feel like somebody's not on your same page, just pray for them and lift them up. Uh, we have nowhere in the Bible that the Lord gives us uh license to throw people under the bus that don't agree with us. So, you know, we thank God for that. It was just a real spirit of unity to, to, today on this phone call. And uh, the president just mentioned several times his desire to, um, to, to call on God or for the American people to, to trust in God and he, he, uh, he read, uh, some scripture and quoted some scripture today and, and, uh, it was just really, really wonderful. And, uh, we went away with a real feeling that we've got, we've got good leadership spiritually. You know, you maybe, maybe we, maybe you or I or whoever, maybe we don't all always agree on politics or how things should be said and run. One thing we should agree on is that if a leader of any, from any party, uh, calls on the name of the Lord for help, yeah. <laughs> that we should get behind them yeah. and, and lay our petty differences aside. Because I tell you what, when something like this happens, uh, this pandemic, uh, and uh, the economy is hanging by a thread and everything else, uh, this is not the time to argue over how something's going to be taxed or not. Mm-hmm. This is a time uh, to unite and all come together. Amen. Yes. But I was meditating this afternoon. I was, I took actually a small nap and was meditating on what to share tonight. And 
I really had this on my heart for maybe maybe the last 12 hours or so is from Ephesians 6. And I just wanted to encourage you. You know, sometimes people will say, even Christians, well, I just feel so helpless. I just feel so hopeless. I can't do anything about any of this. And it, uh, I heard one spring break guy say, well, if I get it, I get it. What are you going to do? You know, and, you know, there's a lot of, I mean, even though he sounded so irresponsible and ridiculous with that, isn't that a lot of Christians feel that way? You know, like, um, if I get it, I get it. And, you know, it's all in God's hands or whatever. But God has given us some things, some equipment to use to protect ourselves. So like in the natural, how we're perhaps going around, you know, washing hands, sanitizing things, uh, being a little careful, you know, just not getting into big crowds and that sort of thing. Uh, those are tools that we've been given that we can use to to uh, protect ourselves. <clears throat> we have spiritual warfare too and spiritual armor that is the front line, in my opinion, is more important than hand sanitizer. <laughs> yeah. We have a sanitizer called the blood of Jesus that's greater and bigger than any uh, anything that can be distilled and put in the bottle to put on your hands. So it says in, in Ephesians uh, 6, uh, verse 10, I'm sure you know this passage, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Well, we're going to be strong in his power and his might, not our own power. I'm going to tell you this, not even to put your trust in your own immune system. Because, you know, you know I mean, yeah, we, we should confess and say we, we have a strong immune system and we should do things that we know that to do to, to make that strong. But have you ever been bumping along, doing pretty good? You thought you felt good and all of a sudden, you know, some symptom hits you and before you know it, you, you've got a battle and a fight on your hands. And so, uh, I'm not going to put my trust in my immune system and organic food and vitamins. Now I might do some things in the natural to boost that. But I'm going to put my faith and trust in the power of his might. Because I believe when it comes to something like this deal, uh, this thing, this virus, I think it's only in the power of his might that you're protected. Completely. Put on the whole armor of God, not just half of it, that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Or, um, I wrote in here, somebody taught this, and I wrote it down, the word strategies, the strategies of the, what are the wiles of the devil, like wily coyote, you know, <laughs> from cartoons. But this is, uh, the strategies of the devil. We're gonna stand against them, aren't we? Yes. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Now here's the important thing. There's been all kinds of talk about, do you think this is a conspiracy theory? Do you think this is bioterrorism? Do you think this is a communist nation trying to take us over? And there's all these preachers and people, you know, even preaching that stuff without any proof. But, um, and I, I've been hearing those things my whole life, Scarlett. I've been hearing, you know, 
conspiracy theories, and some of them have fallen by the wayside and proven to be wrong. And Anyway, point is that even if there is that, even if there is something weird that we don't know about, what are you going to do about it? You're going to wrestle not against flesh and blood because that's not where your problem is. If you're having problems with a family member or a client or an attorney or some agency or whatever, remember that. Don't get all in a knot emotionally over flesh and blood. Get all offended. But wrestle against, we wrestle, he says we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but we do wrestle against something else. We wrestle against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Now, you may not be able to just today walk into the United Nations and uh, make a big speech. You may not be able to walk into the White House and say what you feel or into the halls of Congress. But you can go right into the upper realms of the spirit world through through spiritual armor and through prayer. You might be some little granny at home in your polka dot dress with your Bible and coffee table with a doily on it and feel like, well, who am I? I live over here on Third Street and I, you know, I never been outside of my town. But I tell you, you can travel, so to speak, in the spirit realm to the highest places where things are happening and you can become involved in spiritual warfare and come out with victories. And you can pray something in the morning and turn on the news and absolutely see it coming to pass. You know, we're not taking credit for anything, obviously. I think it's the prayers of the saints gathered together that's making a difference. But I don't know, what was it just a few mornings ago? I, I We got up and I told Scarlett in the morning we sometimes pray and we don't every morning, every like we're not on a schedule thing, but we pray when we feel unction to. And, uh, but I just said, I think we need to pray today about was three things. One was, uh, a vaccine and one was about a cure and one was about antibodies, you know, that they could figure out the antibodies so they know how to, to deal with it. And lo and behold, if we didn't turn on the news and, uh, what was it? Two, three hours later, we turned on the news and they had a, a breaking news and they had a, a doctor or two and a scientist or two on there talking about that that morning they had an announcement to make about the those three things. Well, I'm not saying that that my prayer and, and Pastor Scarlett's prayer that we brought that to pass. I'm not saying that. I The Holy Ghost brought it to pass. Uh, but I do believe that we heard the mind of the Spirit and we heard the will of the Spirit to join in in that prayer. It was, there was Maybe there was... Five million Christians having that same thing that morning. Maybe you have that and you could tell us, yeah, I've got that. But this was, this was our prayer. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, I love this that you can go right up against the spiritual wickedness in high places. Yes. Wherefore take unto you the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, my God, if this is not the evil day, I don't know what one is. Having done all to stand, stand therefore, 
See, having done all to stand already, you just keep standing, right? Having your loins girt about with truth, having on the breastplate of righteousness, this all comes from Christ's finished work, your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. By the way, on that one, I did a study about these pieces of warfare. They're, they're from the Roman period, the Roman Empire period. And so you have to look at these pieces of warfare from that era to know what they kind of looked like. And you notice it says that the feet shot with the preparation of the gospel of peace. They would literally take these long spikes like, oh, 18 inches, 24 inches, uh, like big nails. And those guys on the front line would go stand there. And they had these oversized soles on their, on their, like their big leather strappy sandals. And another soldier would come along with these spikes and nail their feet to the ground. So that when they fought, they wouldn't fall over. They would stand there and fight to the death with their feet literally planted on the ground. And so when I, I looked that up and saw that, it really, it really helped me because I'm all about the gospel of peace and that peace is a force. In fact, I have a new book coming out really soon about peace and that peace is not just, you know, just sitting in quietly in the dark somewhere with a cup of tea, but that <laughs> peace, you can have peace in the middle of the raging battle around you. And, uh, that peace is, isn't it interesting that he said that, that he used peace the gospel of peace as the foundation for all this Mm -hmm. so that when the battle comes, you won't get knocked over and you're nailed to the ground. You're literally got a foundation. So your foundation needs to be peace right now, folks. You don't need to be like in turmoil and fretting. I think some people enjoy that, to be honest. Uh, They live their whole life as an emergency. And when they have an excuse for one, they enjoy it sort of. Mm But you, if that's your case, you need to like get a life because that's, that's just not, that ain't good. I'm just telling you that is a bad deal right there. You'll, you'll have all kinds of stuff come, come that you attract to you. Isn't life tough enough that you fight the stuff that you bumped into? Much less attracting things to us. Preach, brother David. Uh, above all, isn't that funny that he, he says this is most important. Taking the shield of faith, wherewith you shall be able to quench one or two of the fiery darts, which you can't quench them all. You know, Brother David, some things are good, some things are bad. You just never know. Why did we ever allow people that talk like that to speak in the church? I mean, what? We should have put like duct tape over their mouth from day one. I grew up in churches where people go around willy-nilly saying all kinds of stuff like that. I almost said a word you probably shouldn't say uh, in public or maybe even in private. But they say all kinds of garbage and trash about the Lord and about life. They don't even know what they're talking about. You know, there's no scripture. that say, do you have chapter and verse for that? Well, no, but that's just the way it goes, and you just never know what the Lord's going to do, and you just never can tell, and la, 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 on and on and on and on. I'm thinking, my God, bring the emergency duct tape committee and strap her to the pew and put a thing over her mouth, because that is not helping anybody. 
the Bible doesn't say you, know, it, you, you take it as it comes and, it, you know, sometimes it's good and sometimes it's bad and sometimes you never know. And on and on and on and on and on and all that horrible, horrible anti-Christ, anti-anointing, anti-finished work talk that churches are just dripping with. And in the name of compassion, we don't say much. But, um, boy, we need to talk the word and talk some strength and power here, right? The shield of faith whereby you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. All of them. Pastor Scarlett, all of them. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Speak the word, folks. Don't repeat CNN and Fox and and whoever else. Speak the word. Even the president today on his phone call was speaking the word and quoting the scripture and saying it's the Lord that counts. So... Don't talk uncertainty in times of uncertainty. People, well, you just never know. You just never know. You can never know. Well, you can if you shut up and read the Bible. Speak what the word says. Amen. Amen. You can know what is the mind of the spirit. Be careful. I'm just get started here. Praying. Along with all this, as you go wearing your armor and doing these things, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit. Those that aren't spirit filled, they're going to have a hard time fulfilling this. That doesn't mean with the spirit, like a spirited, you know, feeling. It means capital S praying in the Holy Spirit. That means with your heavenly prayer language in your unknown tongue. And watching thereunto with all perseverance. In other words, hang in there. This is a time for perseverance. That, that doesn't mean we necessarily get an instant or a response to every prayer, does it? Because there's some perseverance involved. And supplication. For all saints. Then he finally prays for himself. He says in for a prayer request. And for me, that's the apostle Paul, that utterance may be given unto me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel. Praise God. So let's identify with Paul. He says, I'm an ambassador in bonds unto, to preach the gospel. So hey, I'm locked up here in my house for, for, most of the day and night here. I'm an ambassador in bonds for the gospel to preach the gospel to you over the internet. Amen. Well, uh, I hope that that encourages you tonight. You've got some tools. Don't feel hopeless. And I don't know. I just feel like that's a word for somebody. Don't feel hopeless. Don't feel helpless. Uh, be, uh, you know, get up and rejoice, man. You know, it's like one guy said, if you've got a roof over your head and uh, food on your table and something in the fridge and a little something in the cabinet, um, you know, and you're relatively doing well, your worst problem is your board. Uh, well, you should rejoice because there are people that are fighting for their lives tonight. Yeah. 
And uh, we thank God for his peace and his victory in Jesus name. Now, I don't, I don't, I'm sure I would be quick to hear if anything had happened, but you know, Pastor Scarlett, we're rejoicing. We, I haven't heard of any member of our church that has had even a sniffle, uh, you know, from this thing. And so we're so grateful for that. Yes. Uh, but we keep thanking God. Let's just pray for others that are suffering that we don't even know who they are. Yeah. And I, we have re- received some reports of people that we weren't directly, but indirectly connected to that have succumbed to this. And so they, it is a real thing. Uh, one, one minister is saying it's a hoax. It's not real, but, uh, there's people that have died from this and that are truly ill. So I please don't listen to that stuff, uh, and get caught up in, this is not the time to get caught up in conspiracy theories. It's the time to, to, uh, stand together and believe God Amen. and see the victory. Amen. Yes. And keep smiling and laughing and, Whatever you do.